Welcome everyone. My name is Peter Hackett. I am the Global Program Director for Cypher. This is our sixth episode in our podcast series, and today we are going to discuss the importance of hardening your servers in cloud environments. I'm joined by my colleague, Scott Krosky, the Global Chief Information Security Officer for Cypher, and we are also pleased to have with us Wesney Bolson Silva, who is the Director of Cyber Technology Integration for Cypher Latin America, and Gabriel Barbosa, who is one of our Information Security Analysts and Penetration Testers from Cypher Labs in Latin America. Both Wesney and Gabriel join us today from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Wesney and Gabriel, how are you guys doing today? I'm really fine. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. I'm doing great too. Great. Thanks, guys. Pleasure to have you guys with us. So let's set the stage here for today's conversation. Scott, what are hardening activities and why are they important from a cybersecurity perspective? Um, in the world of information security, we use the term system hardening to identify the processes and methodologies of securing computer information systems and uh, reduce basically systems vulnerability exposure. So hardening activities can be done at various layers of computer systems. It can be done on the device itself, you know, physically. Uh, it could do you know, hardening on the network connections, the computer and operating systems, and even the applications that run on top of that computer system. So we, we spoke briefly in a podcast uh, recently about how to find best practices for hardening various cloud computer technologies um, by using this Center for Internet Security Hardening Benchmarks. Uh, but we only just scratched the surface in that podcast. So today I'd like to have some of Cypher's best security practitioners uh, go into it in a little bit more detail on the subject. That sounds great, Scott. So let's get this topic started. Wesley, as Director of Cyber Technology Integration, could you give us an overview of your job responsibilities? Oh, sure. Uh, as a director of cyber technology integration, my team is responsible for providing our customers the integration of the information security solutions into their uh, technology environment. So let's suppose that you, a customer has a firewall and you must know uh, what are the, the good best practices of integrating this firewall into the, his network. Uh, my team is responsible for providing this kind of solution. Great. Thanks, Wesney. And, and Gabriel, as a penetration tester and information security analyst, could you give us an overview of your daily job responsibilities? Yes, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm responsible for automated and manual security analysis, analysis intrusion testing, and exploitation of uh, infrastructure in web and mo mobile applications. So we, I prepare a roadmap of actions to, mit, to mitigate the identified vulnerabilities. In addition, in addition to preparing reports and technical presentations, generating visibility of the vulnerabilities found for the client. Great, thank you, Gabriel. Um, Wesney, why? Is system and cloud environment hardening such an important topic for information technology professionals? Well, Peter, uh, as we build our systems or as we deploy uh, our systems in our network, uh, there are many vulnerabilities that came with it. So, hardening is, is the process of identifying these kind of vulnerabilities and have a mitigation process for that. Uh, in this way, we we stop unused services, we make some kind of mitigation controls in vulnerabilities that cannot be uh, mitigated by just stopping a process. And also, we have a process of developing security configurations in our assets, in our information system apps. 
pixels. So in this way, at the end of the day, when we finish the hardening process, we have a secure uh, system that we put into the production environment. Can you give us any specific compliance or regulatory requirements that dictate hardening activities that must be accomplished? For sure. Let's let's say about PCI DSS in the requirement 2.2. It's a explicit explicit requirement that the systems must be must be hardened before putting production, and the hardware must be updated uh, twice a year. If I if I'm not wrong. That to make sure that the systems are up to date and has the most secure configuration. Have you seen any specific examples of what happens to companies when they do not focus on hardening their servers or cloud environments? Yes, there are some some vulnerabilities that was that were exploited some years ago. Like so, let's say about WannaCry, for example. WannaCry exploited a vulnerability that was patched in Windows. And also exploited the vulnerability for an insecure protocol in that in the hardening guides uh, they normally request us to not use this kind of protocols or uh, have the system patched uh, as soon as possible. Great. So let's jump into this subject a bit more from a technical perspective. Scott. Yeah. Thanks, Pete. Um, so let's. You know, turn out to Gabriel is he's a really good good deal of experience exploiting vulnerable systems that were not hardened properly um, as one of our penetration testers. So, Gabriel, could you go over the general types of hardened activities that network defenders should evaluate? Sure. Uh, so, for network purpose, we have um, to uh, we have some some items to to, to say. So. It's good to in your server, but in your network too, to have a EDS slash EPS solutions, to have a WAF for web applications, a web application firewall, to monitor uh, logs for your network so you can know uh, everything about your network and possible possible to mitigate some attacks, some attacks, and and expose RDP, SS8, and Telnet ports because um, uh, actually in, in this in this scenario of having multiple thing multiple persons working at home, the companies expose some some network ports. So with these are are kind of things that are allow the attackers to go inside the network of the companies. Yeah, that's a, you know, that's a great general list of uh, hardening uh, activities. It, let's, if you don't mind, let's focus on servers. So as you know very well, servers are the core to many company networks and typically contain critical data and applications of an organization. So uh, can you give us a history on how servers have recently migrated from on-premise to the cloud? Sure, uh, the history of infrastructure and servers is a long history. The infrastructure moved from the on-premises environment to the cloud with Amazon launching AWS in 2006. So after have the adoption of OpenStack for cloud management, uh, the entry of Azure and Google Cloud years later, 
and how migration to the cloud made it easier server management with emphasis on security using technologies like Ansible and it's possible to manage a large number of machines and apply hardening baselines to multiple servers, which implies explaining the concept of infrastructure as a code, where you can upload the entire environment using a cake recipe, as Terraform does. Terraform is another uh, tool. And it's paradigm of working for one more cloud provider at the same time. So uh, considering that hardening is a form of protection, um, could you mention some common situations that companies neglect and could be, uh, you know, could possibly be a gateway for attack? One of the flaws that draws the most attention is that of incorrect configuration. That is, when the application administrator does not change the default credentials of, of the device and an attacker is able to enter the application using this, such as using admin credentials uh, admin or admin password. This type of failure is very common on residential routers where there is a standard installation of the device, but there is no exchange. Likewise, exposed web applications suffer from this problem too. In addition to using predictable credentials in Active Directory, incorporate Windows environments, where it is the most common to find users with the password company the year of the 2020, for example, which can be easily discovered in attacks um, that's called password spray. That is, with server users in possession, the attacker tries to log in to the service exposed to the internet, such as VPN access panel, exchanging users but maintaining the same password. Yeah, great example. And we've actually certainly seen a dramatic, drastic increase in uh, password spray attacks uh, and credential stuffing attacks, um, you know, specifically once companies migrated to the cloud. So how do you harden cloud environments to these type of attacks? Uh, cloud environments are, mo are much more flexible to perform hardening and configurations in general, as these configurations can be made using automation tools, which came from years of evolution. And infrastructure is not installing the machine but in the network and it's over. Far from it is necessary to carry outside to carry out software operation system updates and to ensure that security assumptions are being followed. Today, in addition to installing machines, the tools can ensure the right policies are in place. That means the right user permissions have been made that the machines are in the collect VLANs and the firewall rules are also correct. This knowledge has also been automated. Yeah, so it definitely sounds like, uh, you know, proper utilization of uh, IAM or identity and access management is definitely a must. Um, so what about container technologies such as Docker, uh, which are, you know, obviously being increased, uh, increasingly being used in cloud environments. So um, how can, uh, companies or individuals help mitigate risks to uh, container technologies? So skipping history for 2013, uh, Docker came who initially used Linux containers and added new tools. In particular, it takes advantage of the fact that you can mount a root separate from the whole system in the container and start using the Unifile system. 
think of a file system that can mount an image that is read-only as the new root for that container. And every time you try to write it, creates a second layer on top, so to speak. So the the the, the container technologies uh, help uh, mitigate the risk because you isolate the the process and your application from the rest of the system. Understood. No, thank you for that, um, Pete. Any other questions you have for the team? Yeah, Gabriel, what's the uh, most common type of vulnerability you typically find in cloud environments um, that you were able to exploit as part of your penetration test efforts? Uh, the the most common is the leakage of an AWS key. So that's so that's that's a, a good uh, and uh, easy to find because some applications have in their GitHub repositories have the, the keys uh, hard-coded on it. So we actually we access and we can uh, list an EC2 and we can manipulate those uh, cloud environments. Thanks, Gabriel. And to finish this topic off, let's turn to Wesney. Wesley, can you go over how Cypher helps customers harden their on-premise and cloud environments? For sure. Well, Peter, uh, as an information security company, Cypher has a specialist that researches uh, about information security every day, every hour. Uh, so Cypher has a lot of the hardening process uh, well-documented that can be implemented in, in our customers. And then we can help our customers providing this kind of hardening document to, to them and they can implement it. We also uh, help our customers to, to see that every control that is applicable or not in their infrastructure, but Cypher can also implement hardening in their customers. Let's say that we can take this kind of documentation and put the hands on the servers or, or hours or even whatever equipment that customer have and implement these kind of controls in their network or their environment. Uh, also, it's important to note that the hardware is not just a process of taking a document from CIS or, or NIST and implement the controls. Every control that we implement on the customer side must be evaluated against their impact on the customer business. So Cypher has a lot of uh, knowledge about this process and can help you for sure the customer to implement its hardware. And Scott, I think Cypherbox MDR will also help customers detect cloud-based threats to their environment. Is that correct? Yeah, it is actually correct, Pete. Uh, so we actually developed Cypherbox MDR with cloud security monitoring and detection in mind. Uh, so we can deploy sensors in popular cloud-hosted environments, you know, Amazon Web Services, Microsoft Azure, Google Cloud Platform, Office 365. Uh, it also has integrations with, uh, with other IT security cloud-based environments. So McAfee, Carbon Black, Palo Alto, Cisco, et cetera. Um, once deployed, we can detect many risks in cloud environments. So just some examples include, you know, as we were talking um, with uh, Gabriel before, you know, IAM is uh, really 
really, really important, um, you know, from a security perspective to make sure it gets done correctly. So, you know, one of the, you know, some of the examples are IAM role access failures, uh, administrative user permission modifications, credential abuse, such as, you know, the attacks that uh, Gabriel discussed earlier in the podcast today about password spraying and credential stuffing, um, you know, other policies, you know, policy changes within the sharing data environment network or traffic uh, volume behavioral changes, S3 bucket configurations, where an administrator accidentally disables uh, configuration to block public access, um, thus making the database public, uh, you know, different policy changes, et cetera, et cetera. So we've, we've actually had great success in assisting our customers with our MDR service since we started this offering late last year. You know, um, I could go on for, for a lot longer on this subject, but I don't think we have much time in the podcast, right, Pete? Yeah, that's correct, Scott, but that's a good overview for now. Um, so Wesley and Gabriel, thank you so much for your time. This has been very informative and I look forward to our next podcast. For any of our listeners who are interested in our services to include Cypherbox MDR, please reach out to us via our marketing department, which can be reached at marketing at cypher.com. Thank you. Thank you.